Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Birds and Beans Shade Grown Bird Friendly Coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And proudly sponsored by Ocean State Bird Club. Winter is beginning, and plenty of birds are making Rhode Island their winter home. Come with us on some of our free year-round walks that are listed on our website, www.oceanstatebirdclub.org. And follow us on Facebook, or become a member and stay up to date with our quarterly newsletter, Ocean State Bird Club. Good morning. Welcome to our show number 708. We hereby declare today Ken Lavish Day here on Talking Birds. Ken is a great friend of ours who's been doing awesome work with hooping cranes, or whooping cranes if you like, and other birds for years now at the Patuxent National Wildlife Refuge in Laurel, Maryland. Recently, sadly, for the folks at Patuxent and visitors, those cranes were moved to other venues, leaving Ken pining for his hooper friends and giving him no choice but to resort to telling stories about the cranes, such as the one he posted recently on Facebook. He writes, Oh my, one of the few remaining hooping cranes at Patuxent escaped. It flew a few miles to the Walgreens in Laurel. As luck would have it, it landed by the automatic door. The door opened and the big guy strutted in. Cranes are attracted to the color red. There is a display at the front checkout of Cherry Chapstick. The hooper grabbed a tube. The cashier asked if that would be cash or charge. The crane said, put it on my bill. (laughs) Thank you, Ken, and we hope you'll be better soon. But even as we uh, question some of the things Ken writes, we can trust something he shared this week from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in the Pacific Islands. It starts off this way. She's back. Seven A's. In the word back there, for emphasis, by the way, the post goes on to explain that she is wisdom. The famous Laysan albatross, who is described as the world's oldest known wild bird. But, of course, she's much more than that. She has returned to her nest at Midway Atoll National Wildlife Refuge out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, where she was first identified and banded as an adult in 1956 and when she was discovered yet again this past November 29th biologists confirmed that she had laid another egg albatrosses don't always lay eggs every year and when they do they only raise one chick at a time wisdom is thought to have raised between 30 and 35 chicks in her lifetime and based on the date of that initial banding wisdom is at least 68 years old By the way, it was Patuxent's own legendary ornithologist, the late great Chandler Robbins, who first banded Wisdom back in 1956, and it was he who rediscovered her 46 years later. Meanwhile, here in Boston, we also claim Chan Robbins as our own. He was born in Belmont, Massachusetts, just a few miles west of our great city, and Chan Robbins demonstrated some pretty impressive longevity, too. He died in 2017 at the age of 98. (laughs) What we have there is a whole flock of mystery birds. 
Hard to be a mystery when you have such a big flock, but nonetheless, this is a preview of our mystery bird contest. We'll have the actual contest a little later, and we'll be giving away some pretty cool stuff, including the Droll Yankees Cute Feeder, perfect for any type of food, even has a height-adjustable dome, plus a download to your iOS device or online access to the LarkWire app. That's the app that makes learning bird sounds a game right from your phone or online. And uh, in honor of the fact that we're heading into a new year from the Talking Birds CCC, that's the Conservation Calendar Collection, the magnificent 2019 Sierra Club calendar. It's a big, beautiful 11 by 13 calendar filled with magnificent photos of wilderness areas. It's really a pretty spectacular calendar. It's a little extra bonus prize on our Mystery Bird Contest coming up uh, just a little bit later on in um, in um, the, this morning's uh, show. Extra, extra, read all about it. Some of the stories and videos for you on our Facebook page this week. Last week, Justin Evertson from the Nebraska State Arboretum told us about plants that invite birds for the holidays. And on our Facebook page this week, we have some tips on choosing bird-friendly plants in the spring. An avian tragedy in Argentina with the poisoning of 23 Andean condors. We have the sad story courtesy of BirdLife International. And our friend Emily Fine has sent us a photo of a leucistic songbird visiting her Bay State backyard. We have the photo, and yes, that really is a black-capped chickadee. That's some of what's on our Facebook page right now. You can also find that condor story through an online search. Meanwhile, our friend Bill Schmoll in Highland Park, Illinois, has sent us something that may help offset that tragic condor story, at least a little bit. He says, Ray, I wasn't sure if you saw this. It was from the New Zealand Herald, as reprinted in the Christian Science Monitor. It's about the fact that Chile and New Zealand have signed an agreement to protect birds such as the critically endangered Antipodean albatross, which breeds in New Zealand. The story says seabirds are often killed when they're caught by accident in fishing nets in international waters. Chile has a major fishing industry and operates in areas frequented by albatrosses and other birds. The agreement is designed to facilitate the communication of best practices for avoiding seabird death. So thank you to the Department of Conservation and the Ministry for Primary Industries in New Zealand and the Undersecretariat of Fisheries and Aquaculture and Ministry of Environment in Chile for trying to do something about a major threat to seabirds. Meanwhile, Pete Fritz in Indianapolis, Indiana, answered our request for listener stories for our listener blog spot on our website, and he says, Hey, Ray, my millennial daughter in New York City found this rap song about birding, and I thought of your show. My daughter Kelly and I birded Central Park last May, and she was the youngest in the group. She says the birding song by the Sweatshop Boys is the jam of the winter. I think it's something your audience would enjoy. Time to update the Rockin' Robin intro with something for a younger crowd? Well, let's find out. Let's check it out. Here's a sample of the Sweatshop Boys bird song. Bird song. I'm looking for birds, yo. Bird song. All your rappers. 
rappers on the mic sound dull. Me, I'm fly, swallow-tailed gull. I drop facts, call me Snapple. I'm in the sky, I'm a boat-tailed grackle. Bird song, I'm with the trees. Bird song, I'm looking for birds, yo. Looking for birds, y'all. There it is. It's the bird song. It's pretty cool. Listen to all these birds. Brown booby, indigo bunting, bush tit, canvas back northern cardinal, gray cat bird, chickadee. These guys aren't fooling around, even though they saw they'd make the canvas back in the northern cardinal into one bird there, which is not easy to do. What do you think, Talking Birds listeners? Should that be our new theme song? Uh, do let us know. Meanwhile, we're hearing a lot about Brexit. These days, that's the impending withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union and the hot mess that that effort has become. Needless to say, there are many people and organizations and entities that will be affected by this move, but many of us didn't know until very recently that among those perhaps negatively affected will be penguins, especially rockhopper and gentoo penguins. Why? Well, because UK overseas territories like the Falkland Islands, South Georgia, and the British Antarctic Territory are home to several species of penguin, as well as albatross and whales. The Royal Society for the Protection of Birds and Falklands Conservation are expressing concern that EU conservation programs will not be replaced. They worry especially that without grants from LIFE, that's the financial instrument, for the Environment and BEST, Biodiversity and Ecosystem Services in territories overseas, conservation efforts for rare and unique species will be put under threat. The UK government pledged to guarantee funding for life projects approved while it was an EU member, as well as for UK organizations involved in life projects led by other member countries that are awarded grants before the end of the current spending period in 2020. But the long-term future of such funding streams appears to be uncertain. We'll stay tuned. Well, conservation salutes. We have two of them uh, this week. Something we mentioned on Facebook a while ago. It's an update. Two young ladies from Bedfordshire, UK. 11-year-old Asha Kirkpatrick and her 8-year-old sister Gia started a petition aimed at Kellogg's, the big cereal maker, after watching a TV documentary about orangutans, which showed the risks palm oil production caused them. Palm oil is used in everyday products from toothpaste to margarine to cereal, and thousands of acres of Indonesian rainforest are being destroyed to create it. After seeing the girls' petition online, the head of Kellogg's in the UK invited them to his Manchester office to talk about the matter. At the meeting, the sisters say they discussed a rainforest-friendly logo for products which do not use palm oil. And in a statement, Kellogg's said to ensure the palm oil that they use is sourced from plantations that uphold the company's commitment to protect forests and peatlands, as well as human and community rights. They also said they're conducting an inquiry about all the sources of their palm oil. And a follow-up meeting with the girls will take place in March at which time the company says it will talk about the findings of that inquiry. So we'll keep an eye on that story and report back in March. I'm going to hold off on the second conservation salute because of our time factor here for the moment. Maybe we'll come back to it if we can. 
But we're happy to uh, end the year here by welcoming some wonderful new Talking Birds ambassadors. These are folks who are Talking Birds listeners who volunteered to let us send them some info cards that they hand out to their friends and associates and co-workers. And we'd like to welcome Rodney Gast from San Diego, California. He says it's only his second winter as a birder. He found our podcasts and has enjoyed the amazing new world of birding through the show and through the sheer joy of getting to know these amazing creatures around us. He says, I just may listen to the entire 2018 year of podcasts. Well, thank you, Rodney, and good luck with that. (laughs) And we'd like to thank our two so far most far-flung Talking Birds ambassadors, and they are both from Nigeria. Fatiat O from Lagos and Jeremiah A. from Ibadan, Oyo, Nigeria. Thank you so much, Fatiat and Jeremiah, for becoming Talking Birds ambassadors. And thank you to Justin Evertson from Lincoln, Nebraska. That name might sound familiar. We mentioned it just a few minutes ago. And Justin was our guest here on the show last week. He's with the Nebraska State Arboretum and talked about plants that invite birds for the holidays. And you can hear that uh, interview with Justin. He was amazing on our previous show, number 707. Find it through your podcast provider or at TalkingBirds.com. And to become an ambassador, just click on the contact button at TalkingBirds.com and choose the Become an Ambassador option. Well, speaking of podcasts, from our Talking Birds Catches Up with the 21st Century Department, we're happy to announce that you can now access the latest editions of our show through your smart speaker. How about that? just by telling your smart speaker to play them. Say, play the podcast, Ray Brown's Talking Birds. That's how to do it. Once again, say to your smart speaker, play the podcast, Ray Brown's Talking Birds, and it will play our latest previously aired show. Don't forget to include the word podcast in your smart speaker command. Otherwise, as demonstrated by our own little experiment, your speaker will instead play a song called Talkin' Birds by Death Cab for Cutie. I am not making this up. Still to come on our show today, we'll catch up with our man Mike O'Connor in our Let's Ask Mike segment on the topic of setting goals for spotting birds in the new year. And up next, we'll dig deep into the Talkin' Birds archives to meet a red-headed beauty serving as today's featured feathered friend presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. It is the red head, red head. Oh, that is what I said. Just give me the red head, red head. I must catch a red head before I die. Yes, that's what he said. It's the red head. I hear Americana. Today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend. It's a beautiful and aptly named diving duck. The male is pretty easily identified by that rounded brownish-red head, along with yellow eyes, a blue bill with a black tip, a gray back, and a black chest. The female has a brown head, and she has something in common with the brown-headed cowbird. She's a brood parasite. That is, she often lays her eggs in the nests of other birds, including other redheads, and also in those of at least 10 other duck species, and even in the nests of American bitterns and northern harriers. 
Many of these parasitically laid eggs fail to hatch, but unlike the brown-headed cowbird, the redhead does also make its own nests. The redhead is a diving duck, but sometimes feeds by dabbling, the way mallards and other pond ducks do, feeding mostly on plants, but also on clams and snails. The redhead breeds in marshes and prairie potholes over much of the western U.S., and winters mostly in the southern and northeast states and in the Great Lakes region. And the redhead has a little something in common with another songbird, as the male utters a sort of meowing courtship call, a little bit like a catbird. Here's the female redhead with the meowing male in the background. <laughs> The redhead, Ithea Americana. Today's Talking Birds featured Feathered Friend. It is the redhead, redhead. Oh, that is what I said. Just give me the red. Welcome again to our show, number 708. As always, we invite you to visit our website, talkingbirds.com, and you'll see there, among other things, some pretty cool listener stories from Talking Birds. Listeners, hope you'll also follow us on Facebook. And Twitter at Talking Birds. Up next, here it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. Tanzania hosts more than a thousand bird species. And on safari with Nasera Safaris, you'll see the birds and the big five the lion, leopard, elephant. Rhino and Cape Buffalo. That's Nasera Safari's founder and guide, Joseph Dunguru. And Nasera Safaris provides more, says co founder David Clapp. We offer customized safaris and mountain climbing adventures in Tanzania, Kenya, and Uganda, and gorilla trekking in both Uganda and Rwanda. Going on safari in Africa is an unforgettable experience, and there's no better way to do it than with Nasera Safaris. See their website for details, naserasafaris.com. N-A-S-E-R-A Nasera Safaris There's a flock of our mystery birds This is our mystery bird contest And we invite you to call in and tell us what our mystery bird is You're eligible if you haven't been a winner in six months past Here on the Talking Bird Show The number to call is 781-837-4900 We'll give a description of the bird here in a moment First, our beautiful prizes, the Droll Yankees Cute feeder is the cutest little chickadee feeder. It's good for any type of food. It even lets you manage the size of visiting birds with a height-adjustable dome. Bonus prize, a download to your iOS device or online access to the LarkWire app. It's really cool. It's the app that makes learning bird sounds a game. And since we're entering a new year from the Talking Birds Conservation Calendar Collection we have the magnificent 2019 Sierra Club calendar, a big, beautiful 11 by 13 calendar filled with magnificent photos of wilderness areas. It even has dates and stuff, uh, as any good calendar would have. That's our collection of prizes. 781-837-4900 is the number to call on our mystery bird contest. Clues. Our mystery bird is a large, stocky bird with a gray-brown body. Its forehead and the base of its pinkish or orange bill are white. Its belly is usually marked with black splotches. 
In North America, our bird breeds in northern Canada and Alaska and winters along the U.S. Pacific coast in Louisiana and Texas and down into Mexico with occasional and increasing sightings in New England. It's found in fields, marshes, and lakes where it feeds mostly on seeds and grain and grasses. That would be our mystery bird. Tell us what it is or take your guess because a unique feature of our mystery bird contest is that you don't necessarily have to get the right answer in order to become a winner. That is if somebody else doesn't get the exact answer. 781-837-4900 is the number. How about goals for the new year when it comes to birds and birding? Mike O'Connor has some ideas for us. It's Let's Ask Mike live in just one minute. Well, since North Dakota joined the fray, we're excited to say only one state is still not represented by a Talking Birds ambassador. Which state is it? Here's a musical clue. The air got cold, the birds stopped singing. Wind was blowing, pines were swinging. Endless skies stood down the middle. Cobalt blue, black as a grill. Full moon lighting up cathedral spires. And here's the answer. South Dakota, South Dakota, don't you know I've been there? Yes, the great state of South Dakota. We know you're out there, South Dakota Talking Birds listeners, and we'd like to invite you to become part of our Talking Birds Ambassadors family. Just go to TalkingBirds.com, then to the contact button at the top of the page, and choose Become an Ambassador. Mike O'Connor is wrapping up the year with us and giving us a little preview of some cool ideas for the new year. It's Let's Ask Mike Live, and now here's Mike. Hey, hey, happy Ken Lavish Day. I didn't even know it was today. I know. It, it's uh, Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know about that. It's pretty well known. but uh, It snuck up on me again. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the first annual, so. Oh, it is? That's probably oh, why. I don't feel so bad. You wouldn't be uh, so aware of it. Yeah. So, Mike, the new year is coming, and you have some goals for us to uh, aim for, right, in the new year? Well, yeah, that, what I like to do is, at the beginning of the year, the new year's coming up, you guys, Happy New Year, by the way, and um, set up a, a backyard bird is, I think we should, if we don't keep a list of birds that come to the backyard, and that's kind of fun, we should at least try to find one new bird that comes to our yard, and I know I have a lot of customers that feed, who feed birds, but they don't often pay attention to what's out there, and I say, Try to pay more attention and to see if you actually have a purple finch instead of a house finch. Mm. Or maybe the sparrow, the sparrows that are in your yard, maybe you could pick out a new sparrow, maybe a fox sparrow or a white-throated sparrow. So just try The goal would be just to find one new backyard bird. Maybe it's a raven when you just brush him off his crows. Pay attention. Mm to that and also to find a new bird, place to go birding we all take the same walks all the time go to your map or go go to the internet and in your neighborhood or your state or town maybe a new audubon property you've never visited or maybe um a new sanctuary nature conservancy property something like that explore and just just pick one it's a small goal and pick a new bird to see whether the you know people have always wanted to see puffins have always wanted to see a snowy owl or a bald eagle maybe this will be the year that you actually get out of the house and go look for these species you know maybe you might have to take a trek to a new a different state or the coast or, the, or out west but pick a new bird that you, you've always wanted to see last year i had a list of birds and i saw all of them but one i remember mentioning on the show last year was a lapland long spur and 
they don't. I don't have to go too far. They they come to the Cape and they walk. They go along the dunes and the beaches, and I probably spent. Uh, you know, hours and hours walking up and down the dunes, and I never saw one, so guess what? That bird is back on the list of 2019. I saw a lot of the birds that I wanted to see, but um, Black and Long Spur is, going to, is spilling over into the next year. So that's that's my advice, is make a list of birds that you want to see, and, and then then go for it. A short list, but it'll get, get you out of the house and away from the television a little bit. Yeah, and if you have a list, a bird on your list from last year, it's okay to add it again, right? You can just use, use it again. Yeah, uh, flip it year. over. Yeah, yeah, flip right. Oh, over. yeah, don't give up. Oh, my God, just because you don't do well, I never saw a puff, and I guess I'll never okay. go. No, no, put it on the list next year. But, you know, you might be at the uh, at the Ken Lavish Parade today, so you can't go today. <laughs> Start tomorrow. That'll tomorrow. be okay, yeah. By the way, I remember when I lived on Cape Cod, we used to see fox sparrows a lot. Are there still a lot of fox sparrows? No, not, not at all. It's kind really? of a treat to see one. Yeah, mm-hmm. one, we had one behind the store one spring, and I haven't seen one. So, no, they, they've been seeing less. But I, we had had some redheads. That was your featured feathered yeah. friend. And uh, we've had some redheads just down the street. So yeah. that's been kind of cool. All right, yeah. Well, don't go out there and say it's a little brown job when you see sparrows, too, right? No, no, get out. Figure them out this time. Exactly. All right, Mike, thank you. Happy New Year, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next year. Next year, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant to say. (laughs) All right, Mike. (laughs) All right, we'll be back to our mystery bird contest uh, right after this uh, brief message. For over a quarter century, Birdwatching Magazine has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Regular contributors include expert birders and authors such as Ken Kaufman, David Sibley, Pete Dunn, Laura Erickson, and others. Learn more at birdwatchingdaily.com. Here's our mystery bird. It's a flock of them. A large, stocky bird with a gray-brown body. Its forehead and the base of its pinkish or orange bill are white. Its belly is usually marked with black splotches. In North America, our bird breeds in northern Canada and Alaska, winters along the U.S. Pacific coast, Louisiana and Texas, down into Mexico, sometimes here in New England, increasingly so. It's found in fields and marshes and lakes where it feeds mostly on seeds and grains and grasses. Some beautiful prizes. Take a guess at this mystery bird, the Droll Yankees' cute feeder. It's a beautiful little feeder for chickadees or any small birds. Plus a download to your iOS device or online access to the LarkWire app that makes learning bird sounds a game and the beautiful Sierra Club 2019 calendar. What is our mystery bird? 781-837-4900 is the number to call. And we have Elaine somewhere in New Hampshire. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Ray. How Good, are you? I'm well, thanks. Where about uh, New Hampshire? I'm in Warren. Warren, New Hampshire. Okay. And then, uh, you were, can you remind us where that is exactly? Good. In the beautiful. Uh, we're a little north of Plymouth, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. west of Lincoln, New Hampshire. Okay. Do we know where either one of those places are, Tim? <laughs> I remember going through Plymouth, New Hampshire okay. on the way home. My parents would say, hey, we're home already. Oh, right. Because we lived in Plymouth, Massachusetts, yeah. And, oh, mm, yeah, yeah. that can be confusing. <laughs> that happened to me in Manchester once, but that's a whole other story, too. Let's see. Did you take your guess yet, Elaine? I don't think so. Um, I did not. It is. I think it's the Sandhill Crane. The Sandhill Crane. Uh, Tim, did you see one of those when you're? <laughs> no, <laughs> not the Sandhill Crane. But thank you so much, Elaine. Okay, thank you. All right, try us again. That's uh, not the Sandhill Crane on our mystery bird contest with those beautiful prizes from Droll Yankees and the LarkWire app in that spectacular Sierra Club calendar. 781-837-4900. 
is the uh, number to call. We're almost out of time. And uh, while we're seeing if we can clear another call through, maybe we can do that other conservation salute. It's uh, to the city of Oslo, Norway. And we're car guys around here. We always have been. But uh, we've switched to electric. And the city of Oslo gets our salute for discouraging the use of cars in the center of the city by eliminating 700 parking spots, rezoning the city center, turning streets into pedestrian walkways, and raising the price of congestion tolls. As a result, sidewalk cafes are popping up along with outdoor furniture, bike paths and bike stands, and the air is getting cleaner in Oslo, Norway. So a little conservation salute to the city of Oslo. But we are, I guess, out of time here and uh, going to have to flip the cards. And uh, I think Elaine from New Hampshire is uh, going to be our winner. Uh, But let's make sure we don't forget to identify the bird, right? This was kind of a tough one. It was the greater white-fronted goose. The greater white-fronted goose. Next week, the great David Clapp will be here to talk about winter finches and the Galapagos Islands. There's quite a combination. Thanks to Mark Duffield, Debbie Bleacher, and our engineer, Tim McKenney. I'm Ray Brown. Happy New Year. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans Cape Cod. BirdWatchersGeneralStore.com and proudly sponsored by Ocean State Bird Club. Winter is beginning and plenty of birds are making Rhode Island their winter home. Come with us on some of our free year-round walks that are listed on our website www.OceanStateBirdClub.org and follow us on Facebook or become a member and stay up to date with our quarterly newsletter Ocean State Bird Club. (whistles) 